Apogee 8 podcasts are brought to you by Apogee Events, your all-inclusive and one-stop wedding event shop. Apogee is seven times finalist for Best Wedding DJ, Photo Booth, and Florist Megan has been twice nominated for Best Flowers for Weddings in Oregon for the last two years in a row to Oregon Bride Magazine. You can also check out our showroom and warehouse venues, uh, rentals, photography, wedding films, see how the photo booth works, even check out this podcast studio, which is available for rent. Uh, All-inclusive events at Apogee traditionally save 10 to 30% off of most of weddings because vendors are not competing against you for their business. They don't have to open up and go spend money at these giant showcases. They're all right here under one roof, serving Salem, Portland, Eugene, Bend, Oregon, soon to be the rest of the country. I uh, mentioned Apogee 8 Podcast for 10% off of all things at Apogee or enter promo code 8podcast at checkout and instantly reserve your date and your services online at weareapogee.com. Weareapogee.com, promo code 8podcast at checkout will reserve your date instantly and save you 10% off of your events. All right. Well, welcome to the Apogee Eight Podcast. This is uh, we have we've been gone for a little while, for a couple weeks, I think, almost now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. So thanks for being patient. Trying to trying to keep a lot more content coming out. This is getting to be eventually a much easier process, but it's been fun to watch the growth of it still in the meantime, uh, which is which has been a lot of fun. So wanted to kind of just start this episode by. Uh, what we're we're gonna talk about all of the riots and the protests and just the division itself here, but I've really got to put something to bed here first about attachment theory for my personal TikTok and why a lot of people on here actually follow the, the podcast yeah. and YouTube and everything too. So if you don't know, I on my personal TikTok. Uh, I, I, I stumbled upon a book about attachment theory, and if you don't know what attachment theory is, it's, um, it's based off of an evolutionary principle of human development about relationships and how humans form bonds with each other and how more or less just how we relate to each other. Absolutely. And so there are different types of attachments and relationships. So there's a secure attachment um, where the the attachment figure and the child has has a secure bond with one another. And then there's an avoidance, there's anxious and then there's a disorganized attachment. And all of these attachments um, are predictable through generations, which is interesting. It can, and they even, they even can tie to, in together with adult relationships. And there's some, uh, there's, it sounds like there's a lot of research being done still about how exactly all that ties into adult relationships. But nonetheless, I stumbled upon this book and I was like, Hey, well, it wasn't this book. It was a different book than this. <laughs> um, it was called Attachment Theory and Psychotherapy, which is actually a book um, from a PhD scientist, you know, cl- or a clinician yep. doctor, a clinician doctor, or a clinician doctor, I guess, if you will, uh, to two other uh, clinicians, therapists, mm-hmm. and th- so I figured, well hey, I like to learn from the people that actually like teach it at this level. So this is, you know, what I'm going to try to keep up with. And it's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. And um, so in it, I missed a few things, too. But in the meantime, there is a lot of there is just a lot of interest over attachment theory. And one of the people that found it was 
where she is somebody, her name, so this is Dr. Jessica Brennan, so I'm just going to name drop her now. She said it was okay. <laughs> so she found she found me on TikTok and messaged me, and uh, she wanted me to make sure that, uh, well, it was important for her to communicate to me first, um, the, you know, the difference between a child and adult attachments, because there are different types of attachments there. And she is, she specializes in the, the childhood aspect of it. Okay. And so... She recommended this book to me. It's called Becoming Attached. It's by Robert Karen. Um, I tried to find an audio version of it and cheat first, and I couldn't. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get through this. Ouch. And uh, thanks again for you know for the recommendation. Um, I appreciate it immensely. And. So I'm going to try to work my way through this book you know, the best that I can. And also her and I have now exchanged emails and we're actually we're communicating back and forth and hopefully delivering some some good content because she teaches this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's so amazing because that's what I want Apogee Ape to do is to find stuff like this and then get the best people to like, hey, this is interesting to people. Let's be the mouthpiece for like all of these things that can help people's lives yeah absolutely so i needed to put that to bed and so thank you for being patient with me so this is where it's at right now so that is a good development that now there's actually like real professionalism coming behind it um and she's already shared with me one pdf that i'll be sharing um as well too so i actually have a backlog of content i've been working 12 14 hours a day pretty much every single day so my TikTok follow-up has not been on point so i'm sorry but here you go, here and you we are. <laughs> you know, one of the things when is uh, when you started researching attachment theory, I, I I did just a hair, and one of the things I read that was really interesting is a lot of them can be developed from their family, you know, in your upbringing and your surroundings, and they compared it to an accent. Like if you lived in the deep south and had that draw accent, or Minnesota, you know, Wisconsin, you know, New Jersey. So you're thinking these different accents. And yeah, and you start thinking, I'm like, okay, well, where do you learn how to speak? Well, you learn how to speak from your family, right? Um, and so we both know families that have major depression issues or sure. major anxiety issues, uh, eating disorders. And you're wondering, you know, like that whole family, but people are still nervous to go and talk to a counselor. But if you want to lose your accent, you know, actors and stuff go to voice coaches to learn different accents and to learn not to have an accent, you know, but you know, so many people are still nervous to go to counseling and break that whatever, you know, if your family is suffering from an attachment theory, you know, or syndrome, I don't know. So do you kind of know where I'm going there? Yeah. So you're saying about how it comes through the families and the generations. And yeah. so it's absolutely true. So it's predictable. So we could predict that your grand, that your grandchild would have um, your same attachment. Your grandson is likely to have the same attachment relationship that you do. Yeah. Um, and that, and it's predictable within 75%. It's really interesting how all of this stuff unfolds with how uh, different types of uh, attachments they'll, that they'll commingle. They're more likely to find each other. But I've explained so much about how people faint. You know the the fight or flight responses. Um, why why men are more avoidant and mm -hmm. why women are more anxious. It's just um, it's a part of our it's a part of our being. It's evolution. 
Yeah. I mean, and, and we should, yeah. we should understand it and it makes sense. It makes so much sense. And, uh, it's, yeah. And I so, think, yeah, just a big part of it, it is just the understanding of how, where it comes from or how it comes from. And it's not with every case, you know, you can take a, a three-year-old or, you know, take a two-year-old, move them out of Oregon, put them in foster care in New Jersey. And guess what kind of accent they're going to grow up with the rest of their life. They're going to have that Jersey accent sure, because it's where they're being placed. And I mean, there's just so many things from, you know, families that are very military. Everybody was in the military in that family or, you know, they're all farmers and, um, be able to recognize where some of those traits come from, I think is super important if we're going to break some of those traits and to better ourselves. Yeah, we've got we've got to break the cycle. And the thing that I love about this is because I'm I'm all about self improvement. Yeah. And the more it helps me in business, it helps me as a dad, it helps me as a human being, it helps me. It's also I I just like to learn. I just mm-hmm. I, and and to me this is just a, psychology is a fascinating field, and I really think that it ties into we need to understand ourselves and understand how we make our decisions and how we relate to the entire world and the the reason and the purpose behind how we make and arrive at decisions ourselves for our own lives. And I don't think that most, well, I I shouldn't categorize necessarily, but it doesn't feel to me like most people actually have a purposeful direction in their life. It seems to me like most people are reactionary towards it. And to this, learning this blew blew my mind about, oh, this makes so much sense as to why I have always done this and gotten these sort sort of sorts of outcomes. Yeah, and this is why. And as soon as I started to understand the other ones, I go, "Oh my God! I I feel like I know all of these people and I love all of these people, and this makes so much sense." And now I'm and I don't know. So it's been a bit of a painful, I guess, learning experience though too, is because, um, you know, I have kids, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Sad. yeah. But but it's really relevant i believe right now more than ever to learn this sort of thing because we we learn about this and it helps us learn about everyone else i mean like our country is so divided right now and it's divided because we like we don't even understand these basic principles of ourselves and how are we going to understand anybody else if we don't understand ourselves that's that's what sucks and you know we don't need a we don't need blue democrats we don't need red republicans i kind of feel like we just need like purple pe- you know purple people yeah like- sure. no 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 no. you're 100 percent right yeah yeah you uh, know um one of the things you you talked about and this is a whole nother show but is the continue learning you know continuing education yeah. because i think a lot of us you know we did high school or we did college or we did career technical training and then we were like I am done. Unless I'm getting paid to learn a new job or something, I ain't learning anymore. But we both know that some of the smartest, most successful people out there are always learning. They're always studying something new. They're always trying to do self-improvement. Yeah. And I think so many of us have just stepped back and gone, you know, the weight of the world right now is too much. I don't need to improve myself. I just need to be able to sustain. So... Yeah, that's a whole another show, but yeah, just, that just continuing education. Yeah, adulthood development. Like we always talk about childhood development. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as adulthood development. <laughs> Come on, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know. And it's the other thing. So that 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 was one thing I needed to get off my chest. I guess for this podcast was the follow up and like the like, hey, I'm working on it. I'm just like I'm a really busy guy, <laughs> and, yeah. and and I'm and I'm trying. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to keep the wheels together with this whole thing. So, um, 
the um, the next thing was because I believe that this is so important to everyone's lives is that within the is that I fully made Apogee Ape into a legal entity mm-hmm. and I organized it in the state of Oregon as a church and I organized it as a church because I didn't think that a nonprofit was adequate enough to accomplish the job of a unified vision for for what needs to be accomplished and so this isn't a church that has a doctrine to it at all right now all that it is is a legal entity in the state of Oregon without a doctrine and I would like to develop a doctrine with more of a TEDx style feel or you know like like TED talks Mm -hmm. and I think that that could be our church and that we could develop main principles of we tolerate everybody's religion. We don't have to worship any particular God. Like we don't, we're not worshiping a God sure, at this yeah. church. This is not a church for a God. It's just a church as a building of a place where people can gather. Like that's all the church was in a Bible. It wasn't for worshiping God. This is, I mean, it was for them back then, and it is now today. But it doesn't. That's not the meaning, of, the root meaning of the word. It's just a place where people can gather. And so, I think that if there was a place or online on TikTok or however we stream this on YouTube, you know, if there's a place and a community we can develop with uh, some of these TED Talk styled just things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would love to do that because I love to learn. I obviously everybody like people love that stuff. And if there is that within a local community that that could be a thing, like I really believe that we could understand and we can learn each other's positions and learn to like really unify each other and Make purple people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just doing just doing the act of this <laughs> is um, almost therapeutic. You know, we do yeah. we do pre show, and pre show is like three times longer than actual show, <laughs> and then we do show, and then we do post show, and usually post show is longer than the actual show. But just getting your words out uh, to another human. And uh, you and I will tell each other when, oh, that's dumb. Or, yeah, that's a good idea. How can I help you? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, just talking out loud um, is a great mental benefit. I mean, we always feel better when you unload. So There is something to, you know, just, just part of learning as much as I can about, mm-hmm. you know, psychology and psychotherapy and that sort of stuff um, where I have a chance. One of the things I learned was that when we that our language forms our feelings our language with our actions form our feelings so if we act on saying certain words we can actually we can change how we feel and so it's by audibly saying things of how you feel you start to feel that way so if you say things like I feel like I hate my boss, I hate my job, I hate my husband, I hate my wife, I hate my house, that you, that starts to make your, your feeling will follow that. Mm -hmm. And the vice, you know, vice versa works. And so there, yeah, there's something to, to, I guess, just that positivity. No, you're 100% right. No, 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 no. I know people like that, that are. I have a friend, Hannah. Uh, she's one of those people that acts like they have a brand new puppy all the time. You know, like the first time you <laughs> hold a puppy, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And that's how she acts. And I asked her, I said, you know, is this real or fake? I mean, because you're on all the time. And she said she grew up in a very negative environment and got to the point where she became an adult and said, you know what? I'm not going to be negative like this. I'm going to be above this. I'm going to be way up here. So if I do settle, I'm normal. 
And she didn't. She settled way up there. Yeah. So she's one of those people that's just like, like, holy cow, I wish I had your life for a day. You know, like you must feel amazing all the time. But that's what, you know, she changed her, her mind setting and said, I'm going to be up here all the time. I think that's pretty cool that, um, you know, when she was a teenager, she recognized that she needed to do that to improve her life. And she's been very successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Um, one of the, the other book that I was going through talked about introspection and mindfulness and, um, it, it, you know, talked about meditation, you know, helping a lot of people too, but really just the, the act of finding those things were like, Hey, I was in a negative environment and now mm -hmm. I'm going to be positive and purposefully putting your action that way that it changes your, it, it changes your feeling. And there seems to be something to that. Even, you know, religious books talk about that too and dissolving the ego. It all seems to kind of be uh, all really tight in that way. And as I started to kind of learn about psychotherapy, it almost sort of like starts to cross this bridge with spirituality that almost creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm really excited for, and maybe your friend can make a recommendation, but, you know, as I work on my continuing education as an adult is uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. You know, that's a huge one. Yeah. And people are starting to recognize, like, oh, my goodness, that's me. Look, that's, see, oh, my gosh, I do that all the time. I, I'm so excited because, like, now, so this is one connection I'm, that was made through TikTok. Mm-hmm. I guarantee, uh, as soon as we're out of here, I'm going to email her and I'm going to ask her, like, who do you know that could talk, that could, like, provide these sorts of, because yeah. now, now we've cracked, we've cracked it to mm -hmm. where I, I, I really believe that we can get intelligent people that understand these things on a different level and that there's some way that we can all work together to get the message out there to the people that want to hear it. And that's really why I wanted the churches because I don't think that a nonprofit can really do that in a sense that like, like people need healing. Like people need, like we need a resolution. We've, we, and I've said this so many times again about how we've had, you know, the agricultural revolution and the mm -hmm. industrial revolution and the, all the, all these things, computer revolution. And like, we need now a psychological resolution, I think within ourselves, because like this, we can't keep getting like the world can't be what it is right now. Like we thought it was bad. <laughs> we we thought that people hated each other in February of 2020. Do you think yeah. there has been like a cultural racial revolution? You know, we had uh, you know civil rights in the 60s and the 70s. That was a huge thing. Um, you know, when President Obama was in office, they legalized same-sex marriage, and you know that changed a lot of paradigms for people. Do you think there's been a revolution like that? Or are we still in it? Is that is like what we're seeing with rioting and, um, you know, BLM movements. Do you think we are, we've ever had one or are we still in one or we haven't had one? I think that we have not had one yet, but we are likely to be receiving one at the moment. If that makes sense. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If look, we've gone through 500 years ago, in North America, it was Native Americans that 
who know nobody knows anything about anything back then we have some ideas i or, or at least i don't i guess i i don't have any idea what happened back then and to the best of my knowledge nobody else does either but i do know that when the spanish came you know in the 1500s that disease wiped out 90 percent of them yeah okay then everything reset again a whole new system came to be different groups of people were all of a sudden new groups of people um they conquered blah 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 and it changed nobody really has i don't as far as i know any real timeline of what happened then but let's go back to even in the the we can't forget that the united states didn't have control of texas or the Comanche territory through yeah. like Oklahoma. Colorado. Yeah, into yeah. like the 1870s. This is mm-hmm. like a hundred, it wasn't 150 years ago until mm-hmm. the United States actually like claimed that back. And within the United States still, like we don't ever talk about all of the, all of the Native American, the, all of the reservations that are within the United States, like mm-hmm. giant, there's sovereign nations that are still within the United States Lots. I don't even know. Like uh, several hundred, I think. Yeah. I think it's several hundred that have huge plots of lands. They're sovereign nations. We have the we. There's a very mixed history. I think that we're just we're in a transition where in the last hundred like two hundred years ago, there has been just such a radical change in everything. And the last radical change that there was was about a hundred years ago. And we're just overdue for some correction here. Um. There's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I fear. I think that we could find a real resolution to it. Should we be able to actually have a conversation and deliver a message appropriately? That's why I wanted Apogee Ape as a church because I feel that there are enough people that know a lot that can offer a lot but don't have the outlet to do something and that if that was the only purpose of a church and it didn't believe in absolutes or you're going to die or you have to kill people or anything like this uh, that we can just hey let's show up and let's you know what there's you know 500 kids without shoes in our cities let's go give 500 kids shoes let's figure out a way to do that like we can do those sorts of things and then we can start to unify our community um and I think that a church could do that. And, and you're not just, trying to make an offense to any church out no, there. I want um, their help because in, in writing the doctrine too. Yeah, absolutely. I, really, I do because yeah. I want I want because they know how to do this stuff yeah. too, and I don't. But churches are somewhat segregated. Like you can't be a Baptist and a Mormon at the same time. You no. don't do that. But you could be, you know. A, a Protestant and an apogee at the same time, can, absolutely, and you can, because you want this to be a place of healing, which yeah. a lot of churches are, but they don't have, you know, what a lot of people in our culture are asking for right now, and, and that's part of what you're trying to provide. Yeah, exactly. I think that we need a healing, and that people can have a psychological healing outside of. Look, I, I don't want. I don't want to take anybody's congregation or anything. No. I don't even want anybody's money. I like no. I I just want I just want to have I want to be able to provide an outlet for the message of people and I think that I'm just uniquely in a position to be able to do that and I want to and I'm interested in it. So you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I think that maybe this is a good shot um, where you know if we're we're able to produce some good materials that I can at least share or something like that, or this mm-hmm. is YouTube content. Like people, people just, they do, we need to get along. We need a healing. However that works, I, whatever, if it's through 
religion i religion it does work it, it does unite people mm-hmm. it really does i, I went to, i grew up real conservative in a christian church mm-hmm. i i understand and that's why i guess though i don't i don't believe that way anymore um i very much value the camaraderie that comes with that and that's really missing the the the, the difference is is a church can never throw out its plans and say, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. You know, it always will have a guideline to follow. You yeah. can, you you know, you can have rock churches and stuff where they play music really loud and spiritual, but you're still going to be teaching the same doctrine that you did on the first day you opened. Where Apogee, you know what, like if it's, something's not working or you've passed that stage, yeah, guess what, we're rebuilding. Yeah. It's about we want a positive yeah, outcome. We absolutely. want a peaceful, positive outcome. If there's something, if we can build a system that's built on transparency and honesty, and and like those, like these core principles, there's there's already a scaffolding in many of the religious books out there that are good things. Like, don't rape people, don't kill people, don't you know, yeah. don't steal, don't don't let your ego get in the way of mm-hmm. yourself and treat people in this sorts of way and you're more likely to get what you want if you're actually nice to people and don't take advantage of them uh it's there's a lot of good solid principles of of that i learned i i believe from christianity that it just you know it helped steer me in a good direction i think that there were some things that came with that that were not good for me personally but overall i think that i i very much value the camaraderie that the church provides and Mm -hmm. i've heard from several people in the last couple years that they miss and they've thought about going back to church solely because of that yeah and why can't if there's enough of those people that's just like hey we just miss like hanging out with people and okay can we get 10 15 of us together to go like paint a house <laughs> you know? yeah i mean, because i i just love the the point that you're able to change plans you know um because i love the 10 commandments you know you were just talking about some of the 10 commandments but you know the first commandment is you know i am god the one true god and the only god you shall worship yeah that's paraphrasing but um so you we you want to worship a god exactly so yeah. you have to follow god's written rule where follows rigidity exactly yeah, yeah. where apogee is able to mold and be flex- fluid yeah well and say that like right now i believe that the focus of apogee ape should be on healing people's hearts and minds and getting together getting along together it's a place of Let's, resources yeah. absolutely and then after that, maybe we figure that out in 50 years or <laughs> the, the, the next century or, or never. But maybe after that, we'll figure out how to like, hey, you know what? The asteroids killed all the dinosaurs. Maybe we should uh, have space and beef space force up. I don't know. Maybe we can do that. I'm, I'm just saying that there's if we can figure out how to get along, we, we can figure out anything. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, once again, look forward to Zach's updates. He will be uh, putting them here on apogee man and apogee ape correct and apogee ape and apogee ape and uh you know we we started with uh well, i think we rabbit trailed a little bit there yeah. but uh well, hey, you know, that's we'll, part of podcasting we'll, we'll reset we'll reset the camera and we'll go back to uh whole we'll, we'll different just, show no, we'll just do new t- episode two <laughs> we'll stay live on tiktok though all right awesome <laughs> 
Apogee 8 podcasts are brought to you by Apogee Events, your all-inclusive and one-stop wedding event shop. Seven times finalist for Best Wedding DJ, Photo Booth, and Florist Megan has been twice nominated for Best Flowers for Weddings in Oregon for the last two years in a row to Oregon Bride Magazine. You can also check out our showroom and warehouse venues, uh, rentals, photography, wedding films. See how the photo booth works. Even check out this podcast studio, which is available for rent. Uh, All-inclusive events at Apogee traditionally save 10 to 30% off of most weddings because vendors are not competing against you for their business. They don't have to open up and go spend money at these giant showcases. They're all right here under one roof, serving Salem, Portland, Eugene, Bend, Oregon, soon to be the rest of the country. Uh, mention Apogee 8 Podcast for 10% off of all things at Apogee or enter promo code 8 Podcast at checkout and instantly reserve your date and your services online at weareapogee.com. Weareapogee.com, promo code 8 Podcast at checkout will reserve your date instantly and save you 10% off of your events. Yeah. <laughs>